Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fire Talk, where we give you the latest news updates on all of SCU athletics. I'm Dr. Ken Engel, president of Southeastern University. Joining me, as always, is our athletics director, Drew Watson. How have you been? Been great. Been great. It's Super Bowl's coming up. That's right. Here in, uh, well, about a week and a half or so. Yeah, who do you and, have? Uh, well, I'm going to go for the 49ers. Um, I like... Uh, so I'm an AFC fan, though. I'm a, I, I, yeah. But a California guy. But a California guy. So I have to go with my 49ers. Plus, I don't know if a lot of people know, but um, uh, quarterback Purdy's sister uh, played here at Southeastern. Played softball here. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, kind of got to got to go for him. All right. Well, what about you? You know, it's hard. I, it's hard to. Uh, you know the Eagles and the 49ers have a have an interesting rivalry. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's some in Philadelphia who just consider the 49ers or Cowboys in red. Ah, uh, uh, all right. You know, and I I kind of buy into that. Although I like Brock Purdy, I think it's amazing his story yeah. and all that. Um, but it's hard to imagine the Chiefs with the kind of experience they have, and they're not shooting themselves in the foot these days. Well, yeah. What is this? Their fourth Super Bowl fourth trip out of five in years. Five? Yeah, that's yeah, remarkable. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah so. But uh, it should be a fun game, yeah. yeah as always, yep. so looking forward to that. Um, you, you know, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about esports today, and uh, has it's kicked off its second semester of play, and we're joined by our director of esports, Ethan Cador. Ethan, thanks for joining us today. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, we're excited about about talking about this uh, and what's going on. Uh, what? Uh, who do you have in the Super Bowl? I mean, you. Oh, man. I'm, I'm probably going to go with the 49ers. You know, Rock Purdy, that's an incredible story from oh, going yeah. from, from Mr. Irrelevant to the Super Bowl, kind of exactly. unprecedented yeah. stuff. So uh, I think that they, they got a good chance. Now, will you have your guys play simulator, like simulated Super Bowls and, like, you know, play? Ooh. You know, that's a really good idea. I think I might do that. We can we can put up some pizza or something yeah. for yeah. the winner. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Okay. So we'll talk about the team here in a moment. But let's talk a little bit about you and your journey at SEU. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you from? Where are you where, – and uh, – why did you originally choose SEU? All right, yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about you. All right, cool. So um, I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I've lived there for about over over 20 years. Um, I originally chose SEU because um, I knew um, that it was a Christ-centered community and that I just, um, the moment I set foot on campus um, for my first visit, I think I was a junior, um, I set foot here um, and I just knew something was different. I just knew, I, I couldn't explain it, but I just knew something was different. Um, and so I transferred here in 2013. Um, and it's probably one of the best decisions I ever made. Um, and so I initially started off, um, I came here to play football, kind of funny enough, you know, going yeah. from football to esports. Yeah. Um, and so uh, came here, but um, I ultimately decided just to um, kind of step away from football and kind of pursue other things that God had called me to. Um, and then from, uh, football. I was a student leader for a little bit. I worked in Res Life. I was in uh, FYE. And then after that, I transitioned to full-time staff. Um, I became an RD. Yeah. Um, and that was wonderful, uh, an incredible time leading the men at Bauer Hall. Yeah. Um, and then um, I transitioned from RD to esports. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been great. Yeah. And, and speaking of esports, it seems like esports has taken the sports world by storm. Tell us a little bit about building the program here at SCU and what were some of the challenges uh, kind of early on. Oh, absolutely. So, um, one of the things I love most about esports is the community. You know, yep. it gets uh, you know people from different walks of life, you know, together under under one common theme. You know, to play a specific game. And um, I would say some of the challenges that I, I kind of faced as the esports director here was just um, trying to find kids that uh, that really wanted to compete. Um, I, I think there's a huge difference between being a casual gamer and right. a competitive gamer. Yeah. So just trying to find kids that were that wanted to compete and, and wanted to win at a high level. Well, I don't know if I ever told you this, but 
way back, you know, I've been here 13 years. It was probably eight or nine years ago that a student emailed me and said, can I meet with you about something? And I, and I said, well, well, what? And he said, you know, just I'm into gaming and I just have some questions for you. So he showed up in my office in a full suit, tie, sat down, opened his laptop and said, I want to propose esports to you. And I almost laughed him out of the office. Oh, wow. You know, because think yeah. about nine years ago, yeah. like right. this yeah, was think about different. This was like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there still is a perception out there that this this is not a sport. Like, what yeah. are you guys doing? This is gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you combat that? Yeah. So um, the, the way we combat it is I, I just tell my kids, you know, um, that I think I believe esports kind of like with traditional sports, it requires a lot of critical thinking. I think that I think that a lot of uh, people think that just because uh, our activity isn't inherently physical, that there's that there's uh, there's no um, athletic um, stuff involved. But I think that with the esports, with the critical thinking and just having to make um, uh, decisions correctly in a timely manner uh, and the discipline that it requires. So um, I just kind of tell our kids just to kind of um, you know, just, you know, play hard, you know, play smart, play poised, and, and, and we just kind of take care of business. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, they're literally building esports stadiums uh, yeah. at college universities. Uh, it'd be great. Someday we have our own e- yeah, esports yeah. stadium, but we've got a great space. And, yeah. um, and when it comes to competition, I mean, you're, you're, our team is facing off with major universities, right? Yeah. And we're, yeah. we're smacking them down a little bit, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Uh, which is great. But what, talk to us about, the competition. What does an esport competition look like? Um, are there announcers, fans? How does it all work? And who are some of the teams we've been playing? Absolutely. So I would say how an esports competition works is I would say the first step is just joining a league. Um, and and there's there's tons of different collegiate leagues out there. And so uh, once you're in a league, um, then you kind of get assigned opponents as you would a traditional athletic team. You get a schedule. Um, and then once that schedule comes out, we typically um, connect with the uh, the opposing coach and, and we kind of uh, will meet up in the whatever game we're playing um, and we'll you know get lobby codes and make sure the game is secure and and then we'll kind of verify players to make sure you know we have who we need to have and then we'll kind of go from there and I would say what what makes esports um, kind of go as well is we got a lot of behind the scenes staff so mm. um, I know here at fire esports we have um, a tremendous amount of support staff we have uh, some student um, students who work as graphics they do um, social media we have some student casters for us that kind of help make this thing go so we for sure would not be able to do what we do without them and so with, with that support staff um, you know we kind of work together and you know trying to put on the best uh show that we can for for our fans and who and who are some of the people we're playing? Oh, absolutely so i would say i'll start off by our, our wonderful uh graphic design artist her name is jidey um she does a great job she makes all of our graphics um love her and then our social media coordinator um sarah um she also works uh with we are SEU, um and she does a tremendous job with yeah. our social media um and then i'm going to shout out really quick our casters um austin and tyler and they do a wonderful job bringing uh-huh. tremendous personality and insight in our That's games great. and and who are some of the major universities we've been Play. All right. Uh, so some of the major schools we played. So yesterday we played Galladay. Um, we played them in 2K. We won 2-0, and that was that was huge. Um, and then we, we also have played. I would say within the. Th- the last three to five years, we played University of Michigan and Rocket League, um, and that was a, a, a big upset for us. We won that, um, and then we have also played the University of Kansas, and we won as well. Wow, that's awesome. Exciting, exciting times for your teams this semester, and you have a new conference affiliation because the Sun Conference has added. 
esports. Yes. And I know you're just getting started on that, but what do you foresee this season looks like against your conference opponents? Yeah, no, so I think this season um, is going to be uh, filled with some challenges. I think um, at the end, it will be very competitive. I, I foresee us uh, with a top three finish in, in all of the games, so I think we'll do really well. How Good. many conference teams do we have in the conference? Yeah, there's six. Correct? Six? Yes, sir. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Uh, I, I wanted to mention uh, back in the fall, uh, Isaac Erickson made the ECAC Madden playoffs, had a wild contest, came up just short in the last game, but he really had a great season for you, didn't he? He did. He really did. Isaac, is a, he's a tremendous player for us. He has great attention to detail. He brings a lot of energy and enthusiasm. That's Walk good. us through the titles that your kids are competing in this semester and maybe some of the nuances, some of these games that we may not be as familiar with. Oh, absolutely. So I would say the first game we're playing, um, so Overwatch. Um, so Overwatch is a 5v5 um, FPS, which stands for first-person shooter. Um, it's a, a, a very strategic game, um, and it's a, a hero-based game, so each hero has a certain ability, and um, each... Uh, player, uh, they need to be they need to be good at using the hero um, in order to kind of complete objectives within the game. Um, so Overwatch is probably one of our flagship games, um, and then we have Rocket League next, which is uh, one of my favorite games. Um, it's just like soccer with race cars, um, and it's three v three. It's also one of the most technically challenging esports games I've ever seen. Um, I, I tell the team all the time, I'm so proud of them, just because it's such a hard game to to master. Um, and then the next game we have is Super Smash Brothers, um, and that's kind of one of your traditional Additional fighting right, games right. Um, with just a, a 1v1. Um, and then after that, we have uh, Madden, which is, you know, um, right. just standard football. And then we have NBA 2K, which is uh, ah. basketball. And then we have uh, Fortnite, which has also yeah. been one of our yeah. flagship games, which is a, um, a battle royale style. And so this year we'll be playing um, Fortnite duos, which means um, instead of one person, it's two player teams. Huh. Um, and so they will be um, competing um, in that format. And yeah, those are the. And do we, do we have um, esports? E uh, e Scholarships? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We have scholarships. And so um, I tell kids all the time, I tell kids and parents alike that um, I, I'm very fortunate that we do get to give scholarships. And, and because we give scholarships, we are considered a varsity program because we right. give scholarships. So um, it, it's a great thing. I, I mainly give out scholarships based off of skill and need. Um, but uh, yeah, we, 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 we do a great. good job. I think a lot of times when people think of esports, they think of uh, just one person against uh, one other person. But there are a lot of other titles where your group has to work together. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about team bonding, cohesiveness that has to take place among among the players? Oh, yeah. I know for sure. So I would say uh, a good example, this would be an Overwatch. Um, it's, it's a 5v5 game. So there has to be a, a lot of, uh, of team cohesion within that game. You have to be able to, to, to not only uh, to trust uh, your opponent, but just uh, not, I'm sorry, not your opponent. You have to trust your teammate, teammate but you also have to yeah. um, trust the fact that that you're gonna that um, you're gonna do what you you need to do on the when you need to do it. So um, I think that. Um, Within Overwatch, you know, we have a, a tremendous team. Also, we have a, a great coach, Coach Kendall, who does a great job, you know, rounding up the kids. Um, I think, too, it requires a lot of commitment. Um, these kids, uh, we, we have a, a lot of long days. You know, we have yeah, practices, yeah. you know, sporadically throughout the week, and, and, and they do a really good job of, of staying committed. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, Drew, I went and, um, you know, did some playing with some of the team not long, you know, uh, not a while back, but I, I discovered early on that I'm probably not going to get a scholarship in esports. <laughs> That's just not, uh, I, I guess my critical thinking in, in a fast way yeah. didn't work. <laughs> so, you know, if, it, if we start NBA Jam, oh, yeah. you know, I may visit the room a little bit and mix it up. And I know. think I play, yeah, I, I did yeah. football. Yeah. 
And, you know, I think I was doing a kick and I I, I, I turned that way and kicked yeah. that way instead of where I was supposed to kick. I, yeah. I didn't have a good handle on, uh, on uh, in fact, that's probably where you get a lot of injuries, right? You oh, know, yeah. Some yeah. uh, <laughs> <from> tendonitis. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's good. Well, man, Ethan, we thank you for stopping by and just giving us update on on esports and just grateful that you're the coach and and the investment you're making in all of our yes. students. So yeah, we're excited about this season. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks, coach. All right, Publix delivery powered by Instacart between work and to-do list. Publix knows your time is valuable. Let them help you regain time in your day by delivering groceries to your door. Learn more at publix.com/shop. All right. Men's basketball, man, it's kind of in full swing. Fire men's basketball picked up a big road win on Saturday over Warner after trailing by uh, about 10 points, just under 18 to go. And, uh, man, how'd they pull it off? Well, once it got to 10, we scored the next 15 points. Went on a 15-0 run, and that that took about uh, about four minutes later, we took a five-point lead. So Anthony Duncan had a huge dunk during the run, kind of swung the momentum our way. Uh, Warner's a tough place to play. And this group's played a lot of these close games and come back. Uh, and so it's uh, it was good to see. It's, it's always nice to beat Warner. Yeah, yeah. What do we have coming up uh, this week? Well, we start our second second round through the Sun Conference, so okay. we've got a bye tonight. Uh, but we play uh, Ave Maria on Saturday. Uh, on Saturday, and they they are a three point barrage team. And we when we went down there earlier this month, they uh, they lit it up in the first half, took a big lead. We adjusted uh, really. They went cold uh, because of our defense. We made a run, but it wasn't quite enough. So it should be a good game. And and that's this Saturday, right? This Saturday, four o'clock. All right, great. Uh, let's <laughs> uh, talk about women's basketball. Uh, they had two big road wins last week. Yes, they did. Playing, you know, going to Miami is never easy. Right. Uh, St. Thomas and Florida Memorial down there. But we we picked up a 69-48 win over uh, over the Lions down there. And then again, they we went to Warner, uh, and it was interesting. I was at a conference over the weekend. I'm watching the stats of the game, and we're down. We're down, you know, 20 to 17 or 20 to 18. Watching the score, it's 20 20, 22 20, 24 20, 27 20. Like, uh, and we get we back. go we go from down three to up 20. It was 44 wow. 24 after you know the tremendous second quarter. So uh, it's, it was really good to see that. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, great, impressive wins. What were some of the highlights of it? At FMU, Becky Kalidiev led the way with 13 points. Uh, Kiki Breitzman finished with 12 points. Rebecca Cook had a team-best 11 rebounds wow. and a team-high 7 assists. That's great. Uh, then at Warner, Becky again, once uh, once again played great, 18 points. Anaya Coleman, uh, uh, transfer sophomore, had a great night going 3-for-4 uh, four from behind the arc for 15 points. Wow, it's great to see so many of the – Ladies on the team, you know, contributing to the wins. What's next for them? Well, they got, they'll get a rematch this Saturday against Ave Maria, 2 o'clock at the Furnace. Uh, Ave Maria is our only conference loss, and so it was our first conference game of the season. A good team, uh, but the, the, the fire rising in the national picture. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. What yeah, are they ranked now? They're, they're receiving votes in the poll. So okay. it's the first time this year that we've received ah, votes. Okay. Um, and I think you're going to see in the next couple of polls, we're going to jump into the top 25, um, you know, and, and we're number three in the arc. And, you know, I can play, I can explain that a little further another time, but uh, it, it means that we're highly regarded in our yeah. region. Yeah. Uh, we are, and we are, we have the 47th strongest strength of schedule out of 225 teams and we're ranked um, 
27th in the in the RPI index. So wow. we're uh, we're doing well there. All right. Well, it's baseball season, and I believe Fire Baseball is ranked preseason number one. Number one. In the nation, right? In the nation. Uh, they opened their season last weekend at home, sweeping Ottawa University in a three-game series. What were some of the key performances there? Darian Smith pitched a great game on Thursday during opening day. Of course, he was 10-2, and all-conference player from last year. Struck out eight. Wow. Uh, we won uh, 15-0 in just seven innings. In mm-hmm. game two, Isaac Nunez. Uh, Isaac's back. Great to have him back. Hit a grand slam to help launch us to a six-run lead. Uh, we won that game 10-3. to And we wow. have highlights of both. Ah. We have Darian Smith striking out a batter. And then here's Darian with his turquoise glove. Next yeah. uh, great slider there. Just wow. fell off the table. And then here's Isaac. Isaac takes this slider and takes it to the football to the football field there. So wow. always a challenge when football's practicing during baseball. During baseball, uh, it's a good thing they're wearing helmets. <laughs> but uh, another great start to this season. Yeah. Well, what's next for baseball now? Uh, they are actually en route to Arizona today, huh? and they play in the East-West Challenge, and they'll they'll play a number of, of nationally ranked teams out there, including LC State. Okay. So, Excellent, excellent. And then wrestling, uh, let's talk about wrestling. What's what's going on with him? Wrestling went 4-0 at the Appalachian Athletic Conference crossover duels. Uh, it was a pretty quick afternoon. I mean, uh, it was uh, you know, it was a very impressive. Uh, only the only points our opponents got all day for were from when we weren't wrestling someone. Wow. That's pretty impressive to go unbeaten in that manner. On top of that, our guys only got taken down twice all day. So it was a huh. very very good day for for the fire. Yeah, big match coming up Friday night. Yeah, we host number two, Life, oh, uh, yeah. 7 p.m. Yeah. in the fire pit. Yeah, and, I know uh, about Life. Oh, they've Life. Got a, they've got a life-filled coach there. <laughs> yes, Coach uh, Coach Omi uh, does yeah. not, uh, let's just say, he does not keep his opinions to himself. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so if you want to come out and see some, some great wrestling, a very in, intense duel, uh, but also be entertained by the coaching. Yep. Come on out to the fire pit. Uh, I dare say that he is a smack-talking coach. Yes, that, that is fair. <laughs> that is well said. Uh, all right. Get him a uh, pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk tennis. Uh, men's and women's tennis are both heading to the ITA Indoor Nationals this weekend. Yeah, great opportunity for our team. First, in the ITAs, they, they always happen in the fall. You've got to be invited to this tournament. Yeah. In order to do so, you have to have – Placed top eight at nationals. Okay. Of course, our women were in the final four last year. Right. So getting this tournament was a goal for the group. Uh, now they head to Kansas City area and will face the men face Westcliff, which is, who are ranked seventh. Okay. And the women face number thirteen William Carey on Friday. So excellent. Big time excellent. trip for these guys. Yeah, yeah. Track and field. Uh, uh, they competed in the Florida Collegiate Invitational last weekend in Gainesville. Had some impressive performances. Well, Cameron Guadiano was the Sun Conference Track Athlete of the Week, winning the 60-meter hurdles and the fourth fastest time in the NAI this season. He's And wow. he's a freshman. Uh, then he helped the team win the 4x400 relay. Uh, Kyle Manuel, who's a senior this year, took first in shot put with the A standard mark of 16.37 meters. Now, throwing that kind of weight, yeah. uh, 16.37 meters, just, just absolutely astounding. To yeah. me, standing there is a... I'm like, man, this guy's strong. He yeah. was also Sun Conference. He was Sun Conference field athlete of the week. Wow, these are all impressive wins and finishes. What about the women's side? Yeah, and the distance relay medley, uh, medley relay, Grace Fetter, uh, Mimi Mendez, Jillian Blazer, and Sarah Foreman placed fourth 
with a program best A standard time of 1220.83, which ranks eighth in the nation. Okay. And then Mimi Mendez again placed second in the 200 meter dash with a time of 25.02, just off her season best, along with a fifth place time of 7.72 in the 60 meter dash and was Sun Conference Track Athlete of the Week. Uh, what's next for them? Fire return to Gainesville next Friday to compete at the Celebration Point Indoor Classic. All right. Good, good job. And then uh, softball. Fire softball season starts on Saturday as the Fire play host to 21, uh, number 21 ranked Reinhardt. What's the outlook look? Uh, well, the team, uh, we're going to have Coach Watkins on in the next few weeks, but okay. the team, I believe, uh, February 14th. But they return a lot of key pieces okay. to last year's infield and pitching circle, which should make for an exciting year. Uh, a lot of uh, some spots in the outfield still to be earned. Last I talked to Coach, uh, we're ranked 22nd to start the to start the year. And actually, ironically, Reinhardt ended our season last year okay. at the opening round out in Oregon. So it's going to be good to see them, you know, come into town as uh, as the uh, number 21st ranked team. Yeah. So they're right next to us in the rankings. Wow, that's great. So hopefully we can knock them off. Yes, would be a big <laughs> win. All right, let's turn to bass uh, fishing. Uh, here they're headed to Georgia this week. That's right. Our bass fishing team will compete in the Clarks Hill Reservoir this Thursday and Friday in Columbia County, Georgia. Yeah, this uh, this has been a good start to their their sports program. Yeah, they really have done. They they've qualified a few for nationals in August. Yeah. You know, and any time you do that in your first year, it's a, it's impressive. So yeah. looking forward to that's good to uh, seeing what they can do this spring. That's great. Well, Drew, uh, that's a wrap for today. Thanks to everyone for joining us as we close the show. I want to remind you to get out to the fire pit Friday night at 7 p.m. to support Wrestling Against Life. Then on Saturday, get to the softball uh, uh, stadium at noon and, and 2 p.m. against Reinhardt and, of course, women's and men's basketball at 2 and 4. So a lot happening on campus here this weekend. Absolutely. So, uh, so make sure you head out um, and be a part. Yeah, and make sure if uh, you visit suFire.com for the latest news in fire athletics, especially if you can't get out. I mean, you know, like I said, I was at a conference last week and was watching the game and the score come up on my phone. So a lot of resources there on our website to, you know, to tap into. So good luck to all of our teams this week. Absolutely. And thanks again, everyone, for joining us. Go Fire. Go Fire.